ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Welcome back to this episode of the No Higher Calling podcast. I just want to share some super practical things with you all today um, that I really just hope will be an encouragement to us as women, as wives, as mothers, as homemakers. Um, Just something that God's really been dealing with my heart about, and I really think that it, it could encourage you all as well. So this episode is called Mundane Moments or Moments of Worship. Um, So I'm going to read several different quotes, several different scripture passages, but let me kind of give you some context context on what exactly I mean by mundane moments or moments of worship. So I have been in a rut, maybe on and off in the last year, of feeling that so much of my homemaking is very mundane. It's very monotonous. It's very repetitive. And the thing about the work that we do within the home, you know, I might check off dishes and meal prep and laundry off of my checklist today, but I'm probably going to have to check it off again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And it just feels like recently, inevitably, like the moment that I finish washing, drying, folding, and putting away the laundry, somebody gets sick or somebody has a spill or, you know, a a million things where, oh, well, mommy has to go do the laundry again. Or, you know, it's just, it's those types of things within the home that can leave us feeling really frustrated, um, aggravated, honestly, and just having this lack of joy in the service that we do within our home. And I've had those moments where I've been like, I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to have to do it again and again. I just want to do laundry and forever be done with laundry. Um, But God is teaching me in so many different ways that if I focus on me, my feelings, my emotions, and how much of a sacrifice these menial tasks require of me, they are very mundane. But if I have an eternal perspective, if I am seeing these as opportunities to fulfill my calling as a woman and as a wife and a mom and a Christian and as a homemaker, and if I'm seeing these as opportunities to serve, to love, to give to those who I love more than anything else in this world, and really as moments of worship it totally changes my perspective on those mundane tasks of motherhood. So I want to challenge you in this episode. Let's let's recognize, first of all, maybe a perspective that we currently have. And maybe, maybe your perspective is great. Maybe these tasks don't bother you. And maybe you just love giving and love serving. But I think I would be safe to say that, you know, whether whether you're just a single lady taking care of a home or being a part of a family, whether you're a wife taking care of a husband or you're a mama taking care of kids, I think we've all had moments where we just feel like, I don't want to give anymore. I don't want to serve anymore. 
it's just so repetitive. Am I even doing anything that matters? Am I doing anything eternal? And I just want to, I want to challenge you all through this episode that we are doing eternal work. We are doing things that everyday tasks are bringing glory to Christ. And I'm going to prove that to you as we go through this episode. So first, I want to start in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31. One of my favorite verses, it says, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. I think this verse is so applicable to this topic for several different reasons. First of all, it talks about eating and drinking. And so much of the tasks of home are centered around eating and drinking. You know, at least three times a day, your family needs fed. And more often than not, it's more than three times a day. You know, I I can't even begin to count how many times sippy cups need filled. And somebody wants a snack. And, you know, I make dinner and then, oh, you know, here it's nine o'clock and we're all hungry again. Or, you know, and it just, it, there are many opportunities, (laughs) is what I'm trying to say. There's many opportunities throughout the day, where we eat and drink. But God says, hey, if that wasn't descriptive enough, if that wasn't a catch-all enough, I'm going to say, do all to the glory of God. So we're not just to eat and drink to the glory of God. We are to do all to the glory of God. What does all mean, ladies? All means all. Every single thing that we do, God tells us we are to do to his glory. Let that sink in for a minute. Whether you are doing the dishes, whether you are changing diapers, whether you are cleaning up another spill, or whether you're doing some big, grand, glorious thing that you feel like is eternal work that is really accomplishing something great, it's all to be done to the glory of God. And if the glory of God is the end accomplishment of the tasks that we do, then it really doesn't matter what the task is. All that matters is that he is glorified. So if, you know, I'm speaking to a room of 200 ladies or I'm changing a diaper, if God is glorified through both, then one is not more important than the other. What is important is that my Savior was glorified and that he receives the glory that is due his name. So I just, I wanted to challenge you with that first off, as we think about these mundane moments of life, (laughs) of being a woman and of the responsibilities that we often have as women, um, let's really just have the right perspective and realize that these are moments for worship as we seek to glorify God in all that we do. Two quotes that I want to share with you quick. One is a quote by Laura Ingalls Wilder. She said, As the years pass, I am coming more and more to the understanding that it is the common everyday blessings of our common everyday lives for which we should be particularly grateful. And I love that because so often we kind of reject the common. We reject the ordinary. You know, hey, how was your day? Oh, it was just another day of the same old, same old. You know, but we long for the the big days, the Disney vacations, the trips to the beach. And while those are unique and special in and of themselves in their own special way, you know, most of our lives are not these huge dynamic days. Most of our lives are the common, ordinary, everyday do this thing, do that thing, and wake up tomorrow and do all those things over again. 
You know, we all want to live dynamic days, but God has called us to walk in faithful footsteps, serving, loving, giving in one thing to the next thing. And and I really think that's where we need to shift our focus to be, that you know, we, we can glorify God. We can worship God in the common everyday life, in common everyday life. We can have these moments of worship and fellowship and glorifying our Lord. Sally Clarkson, one of my favorite authors, shared this quote. She said, I always wanted to be a hero, to sacrifice my life in a big way one time. And yet God has required my sacrifice to be thousands of days over many years with one more kiss, one more story, one more meal. I thought that was so good. You know, there are people that have had that one big heroic sacrifice. I love reading biographies and just so many people come to mind um, that have just that have had big days that their life has been defined by a dynamic day. But the majority of the human population is just living common, everyday lives. But those can speak to us too. Those can challenge us too. We can see the faithfulness plodding along of a a woman and a wife and a mom serving her family, serving her family, serving her family. There is joy. There is reward. And there is heroism to be found in that as well. Matthew 6.33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So I'm going to transition here into how we can transition the mundane moments of our life into moments of worship within our home. But before I do that, I know I've spoken to this some throughout this already, but I really want to drive the nail deep here, is that our perspective has to change. We can't be self-focused, self-servient, and all about me and turn these moments, these mundane moments into moments of worship. If it's all about us, the mundane moments will stay mundane. But if we have an eternal perspective, if we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Our hearts will be conformed into the heart of Christ, and we will have a completely different outlook on our life, on our service, on our home, on our family, and what is most important. So that's where I really want to challenge us here first, is just to gain an eternal perspective here. And I think it's interesting that this verse says, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then it ends with, and all these things shall be added unto you. You know, I was reading through this passage and and at first I was like, all these things, what things? What shall be added unto us? And I turned my page back and the heading of this little section in my Bible is called teachings on worry. Now, personally, I don't feel like those little Bible headings always have the best names, but but this one does apply. It, it goes through, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Ladies, how much of our day is spent with what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? Much of my day is spent with that. You know, and God goes on to say, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? 
Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. There are so many things that I want to pull out of this passage. And even just reading through it now, the Holy Spirit's like, Oh, here's a nugget, and here's a nugget. So I'm going to try try to work through all of these things. Um, but I read, I read all of that in correlation with that verse 33, that all these things shall be added unto you. Now, God is not telling us don't buy groceries, don't meal plan, don't think about what your family is going to eat tomorrow. Don't buy clothes. Don't learn to sew. Just sit around and wait on me to provide everything and drop it in your lap. That's not what God is teaching us either. There are many other passages that talk about our stewardship and our responsibility, especially as as married couples or as parents. We have a responsibility to take care of our home. But what he's saying is don't let your thoughts be consumed with all of these temporal things. Instead, let your thoughts be consumed with the eternal meditate on him think on him let your heart fall in love with him and as you love him more as you serve him more as your heart becomes in tune with his heart he will help you take care of these things in the right perspective and and that's really what i want to hone in on here But, you know, earlier I was talking about how so many of these mundane tasks of home are so, so, it's such a brief window of time that they're accomplished. But, you know, here in verse 30, it talks about how God takes care of the grass. He clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven. You know, it, it, it sounds a lot like dishes and laundry, you know, but God takes the time. God takes the time to clothe the grass of the field, even though it's going to be mowed down or burned tomorrow. And and to me, that's just an encouragement that, hey, if God, if the God of the universe has enough time to clothe the grass, surely I can have the right perspective and the right heart to serve my family in the menial, mundane tasks that, that I have to do. And, you know, I, I don't know. I've been using this word menial, and I don't even think that that is probably the right word choice. I don't mean to sound like that the tasks of home are all drudgery and just so belittling. I think that, especially in our Western culture, we have looked at homemaking through that lens. Um, I, I should have chosen a different word than menial because I don't, I personally don't see the responsibilities of my home in that way. Mundane, yes, sometimes. I do feel like they are repetitive and and I have had moments of frustration where I just feel like I can't get ahead in these areas. But but menial probably wasn't the right word um, that I should have used for me personally because I, I don't feel belittled by being home instead of, you know, doing something else. And not every woman is called 
to be a full-time stay-at-home mom. And that's okay. God has something different for every woman, for every family. Just as I was thinking through, just wanted to clarify that when I said menial. I, I I don't see my home as a place that I am stuck serving because I couldn't serve somewhere better. Um, obviously, uh, this podcast is the no higher calling podcast. I do completely believe that I, I am fulfilling the highest calling that God has on my life by being at home and, and meal planning and doing laundry and taking care of my family. Um, but again, it's just, it's a perspective thing. Again, even the menial, it all comes back to the perspective. Do I have a worldly cultured influenced perspective? Do I have a self-focused perspective or do I have an eternal perspective? So that's my challenge really ladies is just to to look at that eternal perspective. Yes, we're going to take care of the things in our home. Yes, we're going to be diligent and wise stewards, but our first and foremost focus must be to seek the kingdom of God. So in saying that, transitioning to kind of the second half of this episode, I want to talk about ways that you can change the mundane moments into moments of worship. So there are four main areas for my home where I have felt like they are kind of the mundane tasks that I have struggled with at different points. Now, maybe yours are different. Maybe you love to do one of these and despise to do something else. But these are the four that just tend to feel like I'm always doing the same thing over and over again, and that is meal prep, laundry, dishes, and cleaning. Those are the four areas of my home where, and you know, some of those I actually really enjoy doing. It's just when I do them multiple times of day, day in and day out, my perspective gets off sometimes, and I really have to center it back on Christ. But those are four areas of my home where I've been challenged in my own self to refocus, to get an eternal perspective in these areas. And God has given me some different ways that I have turned those mundane moments into moments of worship. Because, you know, God wants to fellowship with us where we are. I love going to church. I, I, let me say that again. <laughs> I love going to church. And that has even more increased in my heart since not getting it for a while and going through all this COVID stuff. But I, I love going to church. I love worshiping the Lord at church with other believers. But you know, something that I have realized is that I can worship God anywhere. Um, I don't say that at all to take away from the importance of church. But I say that to give importance to other areas. You know, our our worship doesn't need to be confined to three times a week. It doesn't need to be isolated to that. Worship, God wants to meet with us. God wants to be receive worship through, like our verse in 1 Corinthians said, all, all things, through every single aspect of our life. And so there's just been a couple ways that I've been challenged to have moments of worship throughout my day. And seeing these mundane, really attaching these mundane moments to moments of worship makes them so much more enjoyable, makes them so much more pleasurable, and I actually look forward to them. So let me explain what I'm talking about. So I gave my four, meal prep, laundry, dishes, and cleaning. Let me start with cleaning. So I was first um, in kind of, I guess, 
made aware of this idea, a friend of mine actually shared something that she was challenged with, which is as you are cleaning, use that time to pray. So if I am in Knox's room and I'm vacuuming, I'm dusting, I'm going to pray for Knox while I'm in there. Whatever God puts on my heart, whatever needs he has at that moment, whatever is brought to my mind, I'm going to pray for Knox. And then as I move into the girl's bedroom, I'm going to pray for my girls. Or as I move into the living room or the kitchen, you know, not only praying for my family, but also praying for the other people that are influenced by our home as we extend hospitality. I mean, there are just so many ways that this can branch out into a moment of worship as you're really spending this mundane moment of, oh, well, it's just weekly cleaning again, instead of just kind of trudging through it all, turning it into a prayer opportunity. And that has been such a blessing in my home. I've also done that with the laundry. So while I'm folding Simeon's clothes, I'm praying for Simeon. And you know, it might only take five minutes to fold his clothes, but hey, that's five minutes that I devoted to praying for him that I probably would not have given focused attention to otherwise. Um, You know, so, so prayer, incorporating prayer into those more mundane moments, turning them into moments of worship. Another one that I've done is scripture memory. So on right by my kitchen sink, kind of above my dishwasher, I have written out Psalm 91 on two three by five cards and I have it taped on my wall. And so I work on scripture memory that way. As I'm drying dishes, as I'm putting them away, I am reading through Psalm 91. I'm praying through Psalm 91. I'm meditating on it and I'm trying to commit it to memory. Um, you know, that's that's been a really big blessing. And it's something that I really like having there that I've kind of attached to the chore of doing dishes because it's a little harder when you're cleaning or doing laundry, or you, you know, when you're moving around or doing things, um, you know, where you're not in the same spot, it's harder to kind of keep reflecting on that scripture that you have written somewhere. But with it being right there by my sink, when I'm washing dishes, when I'm cooking, when I'm um, putting dishes in the dishwasher, I can work on that scripture memory. That's been a huge blessing. And the other two ways kind of go together, which is thanksgiving and praise. But I'm going to kind of differentiate between the two a little bit. So one thing that I have tried to do and I've tried to teach my kids to do is that when we get groceries from the grocery store and we're putting them away, that we thank the Lord for once again filling our pantry and filling our refrigerator and it's not a long drawn out thank you for this can of peas thank you for this block of cheese <laughs> you know, I didn't mean for that to rhyme but anyway um but you know it's just a simple prayer of gratitude thank you God that once again you've been faithful that you've kept your promise to not forsake the righteous to not see us begging bread that you have provided for our needs, that you have given a little extra so that we can try to meet the needs of others. Um, you know, just, just that kind of prayer of thanksgiving that I try to attach to that very specific thing of stocking our fridge and our shelves with grocery prep. And it's been neat to see as, you know, I'm teaching my littles, you know, it wasn't something that I was very like instructional time about. It was just something that I was doing and that they have picked up on. And, you know, they, they've done it a couple times and it's been so sweet to my heart to see that. But, but that has been, um, just a, Another time where it could be like, oh, I have so many things to do. Last thing I want to do is put away all these bags of grocery. But I actually look really forward to that because 
it's just, I, I love to praise the Lord. I love to give him thanks and express my gratitude for him providing for our family. And then also, you know, and kind of differentiating between thanksgiving and praise. So praise, I love to praise the Lord for his attributes, for his character, for who he is. The study of the nature of God has been revolutionary in my life. I've talked about that several times before on the podcast. I really want to do a deep dive into that at some point. Um, but, but it has just changed really everything about how I view life and how I view my life and how I view my God. And, um, so I love to spend time praising God for very specific attributes of his character. So that, that really doesn't have anything to do with the laundry or cleaning, but sometimes I just say, Hey, I'm spending time doing this anyway. You know, oftentimes, um, to get cleaning done, I need to get the kids doing something else. So that'll be their activity time or maybe during nap time. So it's already a chunk of time that I have carved out for me because we have to have a clean house. But it takes it to a spiritual level when I say, okay, I'm not just going to mindlessly go through the tasks of cleaning or I'm not going to grumble my way through the tasks of cleaning or I'm not going to just think about, you know, whatever randomness comes to my head while I clean. I'm going to be purposeful about using this time as a worship time. And, you know, the reality of my life in this current season is I really have to work hard to carve out time with the Lord. Mornings, this is not the season for morning time with the Lord. I, I try to have a brief read a scripture, pray, but I, I don't get that super quiet. I'm just, I'm a lot's going on right now and I can't get up before my kids. They are early risers. So I had to just realize the morning time is not going to be a good time for me. Um, you know, so I often have the evening hours. Um, but sometimes by the evening hours, I'm so tired that I can't give the focus that I need or, you know, just, just different things. But being able to, to attach these moments of worship to some of these mundane moments of home, these moments that happen so often because they repeat themselves day in and day out, I've been able to worship God while my hands are busy doing other things. But my heart and my mind has been fully engaged on my Lord. And, and it's really just changed my perspective. It's changed my outlook on my home. You know, when, when I am excited about having that 15, 20 minutes to fold the pile of laundry because I get to pray through my family or I get to praise the Lord for something that he showed me in his word that day, or I'm doing the dishes and I get to memorize another Bible verse. You know, it's kind of like, oh, yay, I get to do the dishes. I'm going to go work on my scripture memory. And, you know, this is not something that I have conquered and I am just, you know, all of my moments are moments of worship. It is still something that, you know, life hits human flesh hits and I'm like, oh my goodness, another load of laundry. Um, but it's really been something challenging that I've been trying to implement more and more into my heart and into my perspective change as I focus on the Lord, as I try to worship him through these different aspects of just life of a homemaker, life of, of a wife and a mom who wants God to be glorified in all 
that I do. So just want to leave you with that challenge, ladies. If you're feeling like you just have more mundane moments than you can stomach, try to turn them into moments of worship and see how it changes your attitude. See how it changes your heart. And I'm going to close with with this thought again that I said earlier. We all want those dynamic days, but God has called us to walk in faithful footsteps, serving, loving, and giving in one thing to the next. Let's do that within our home. Let's love, let's serve, let's give with a heart that is Christ-like. Let me pray. Father, I thank you so much that you are our perfect example, that you show your servanthood throughout scripture, how you were not too high and too mighty to get down and wash the disciples' feet, that you showed your humility while you were here on this earth, Lord. And and I thank you for giving us that example that, that we too are to humbly serve within our homes. Lord, I thank you that you've told us that we don't have to worry about all the little things that come in our day, that we just need to set our heart on you to follow you and that you'll guide us through those steps of our day. Lord, I pray that you'll be with me, be with each of these ladies listening. I pray that you'll just help us in our mundane moments to have an eternal perspective and to turn them into moments of worship. Lord, I pray that as we try to make this shift in our homes, that you will receive all the glory due your name. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.